like the, the, the biggest, and I don't know if you find this too, it's when people can get their calories up consistently and good calories, you know, mm-hmm. good healthy sugars, some dairy, you know, some mineral based foods into their daily caloric intake. That's when the magic starts happening. It's with more food. It's not mm. with less food. It's not mm. with any, it's not by mm. eating rabbits food or anything. It's just eating more food that their body can utilize. And once your body feels safe and it says finally they're feeding me, it will start feeling safe, relaxed, more comfortable, out of that anxiety state, allowed to actually, you know, start building muscle versus tearing it apart half the time. I mean, you know, that's what your body wants. We've just been so conditioned to do the opposite that it, it becomes a little bit of a struggle sometimes. Welcome to the Win at Life podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body and life you love. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and your host for this episode. Today, I'm sitting down with our good friend and author of How to Heal Your Metabolism, Kate Deering. In this episode, we discuss how most women actually need to eat more food to restore their metabolism and lose weight sustainably. We talk about how quick fix and low calorie diets cause hormonal imbalances, poor sleep, digestive issues, and actually slow your metabolism long-term. We talk about how to get back in touch with your body and how you should actually feel after eating real pro-metabolic food. As always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Insta stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Let's spread the word and free other women from restrictive diets. Hey, everybody, and welcome to uh, this week's episode of uh, Ask Kate, the lovely Kate Deering, and everyone obviously knows who she is, author of How to Heal Your Metabolism, which you can see in the background there, which we sell on our website. Awesome um, book, which will give you a really good start and a solid foundation. So if you haven't read it, I would definitely um, recommend reading it. And Kate and I were just talking about clients and us, you know, like back in the day, you know, not sleeping and just starving ourselves. And we're like, you know, most of the time, You've just got to eat more fucking food, um, and we were, we were just—it was—we were just talking about how people are really interested in what we eat, you know. And Kate was saying how she's eaten. How much do you weigh? Uh, usually between about one eighteen, one twenty. Oh, that's pounds, hey. Oh, that's pounds. So Let me work that out on my cap. Fifty-five. Cause so let's say one twenty divided by two point two. Oh, you're fucking small. You're like 54 kilos, 55 kilos. That's tiny. And so yeah. like, you're pretty small. Person. Yeah. And you don't like, you, you eat quite a bit of food. Like you'd eat over 2000 calories a day. Hey. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. And I work out uh, probably a third of what I used to work out in my twenties and thirties. Isn't it amazing? Don't you reckon yeah. it's got like, you, it, it sort of blows your mind a little bit still. You know, like. It, well, yeah. I just did a post today about, you know, all the, all the food craziness I used to have back in the day you know I was only eating chicken and I wouldn't eat milk or drink milk it was almond milk and I would never eat potatoes especially french fries you know there was mm. so many foods that were off limits and um so last night I was just like ah, I like some french fries oh I got a burger oh, I got and I was just like I need some cheese it was just kind of like what else could I add it usually was always mm. about what do I need to take away because I have to decrease everything now mm. it's like what I, okay, I need, I, I mean, I know in my brain what kind of fun, foundational minerals and things that I need, especially in the evening. So I'm like, I need a lot of calcium. So I'm like, oh, I need a big glass of milk. You know, and mm. I was even talking, I made a post about my dinner and then I was like, you know, and that wasn't the end of it last night. <laughs> and I had like, 
another glass of milk. I had some juice. I think I had a piece of cheese. I, I mean, and, and I didn't think I had a spoonful of honey. It was just, mm. I was just like hungry. Felt like I needed it. Yeah, yeah, I needed it yesterday. It was a busy day and I just needed it. And I was just telling Kitty that I go, God, I slept so good last night. It was just like good rock hard good sleep and you know love that rock hard like, sleep yeah. yeah so at the evening it was you know i probably had i don't know and I, I don't say it was probably close to 800 calories plus in the evening last night which might be a little bit high for me but your body was telling you that it needed it obviously it did yeah. and it kept yeah and i and i was just i mean in like in years prior it would be like at that point in time of the night i was like no i'm like willpower i'm not going to eat anything else uh. Uh, hunger's okay. It, it would be all these things telling myself to not do stuff versus listening to what my body needed. Now I know how important sleep is and why it's mm. such a principle of your body getting to, into a healing state and feeling better for the next day. And so it's a whole different way of thinking. But um, you know, it, it's it is. It, and I always say, you know, even in the post, I was like, it's like fucking magic, right? Uh, but it's it, really not. It's, it's common it, sense and physiology, but it feels like that's still today because of everything I used to think, you know, mm. eight or nine years ago when I used to be dieting for 20 odd years of my life. Well, I think it's so foreign for so many women to actually listen to their bodies, like listen to the, what, what they're telling you. And I think, you know, like I, you, I don't know, you obviously, you know, follow everyone on my bloody post, but I don't know if I told you last time, but I'm getting some professional photos done for our marketing. Cause I've just got so many like, you know, the bathroom selfies and one of our coaches is like, fuck kitty, for God's sake, get some proper bloody photos, would ya? You know, <laughs> we're sick of the self- selfies in the bathroom. <laughs> I find a picture these days. Yeah. It sure does. So I like yeah. looked in this photo shoot and I'd put on a bit of body fat recently because I've been doing a few strength blocks and I've pushed my, cal- I wanted to push my calories right up. So I was eating like 3000 calories. So I probably pushed them up a little bit too high and I put on a bit of body fat. So anyway, now I'm just wanting to lose it. But you know, previously if I did that, I would be doing shitloads of cardio, you know, cutting my calories right back. So, well, cause I mean, I don't really track, track strictly these days. Um, so all I did was like, oh, I'm roughly probably eating 2,500 now. So I set my calories at 2,200, s- small deficit, 300 calories, meeting, being consistent, tracking everything, doing my training. Craig's giving me a program. It's got a little bit more volume, you know, like instead of doing sets of three, doing sets of 10. Um, yeah. And it's pretty crazy. Like I just jump on the scales to just see what my weight's doing. And I've dropped like nearly, I've dropped two and a half kilos in two and a half weeks, which is ridiculous. Like, which is a, and I'm not that big to, to start with. So it just shows when your base is high and you've got lots of muscle and you've built that base up to have lots of calories that it's relatively easy. And I'm looking so much leaner already. It's, it's quite, it's actually quite amazing. Um, and you know, I just, I was sort of, I was just thinking about it like yesterday thinking, wow, like look how quickly my body's res- responding. Cause I've spent so many years, you know, like building, 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 building. And I think that, you know, like when you start this, it's like, it's so it, yeah, like we said before, it's, it's such a head fuck to eat more food. Like any, even to me, like I think to myself now, Oh, fuck, 2000 calories. Like, like, for, cause obviously I'm quite big. Like I'm like peaks. 15 kilos heavier than you, heaps, a lot more muscle, you know, my maintenance would be like 25, 26. And I, and you know, I look at women now and they, and they gawk when they say, Oh, 2000 calories. Like that's just crazy. Cause I think the I, thing is, 
The standard, yeah. you reckon, like in the fitness industry, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you got to eat 1,500 calories to lose weight. you got to eat 1,200 calories to lose weight. Like that sort of seems, yeah. In fact, yeah, I was uh, mm. talking to a lady the other day and uh, she was spinning and I was with a client and I was just talking to her. She was telling me. It's in the gym. Just, in the gym. gym. Yeah. Yeah. She had been on her second hour cardio because she was on a competition to lose weight with her friends and she was mid 40s. And um, yeah, she's like, it's really working now because I'm doing my 1200 calories again. And I just was like, I go, I would die if I ate 1200 calories at this point in time of my life. I mean, I would lose weight super, super quickly and feel oh. horrible. But that is still, the, I mean, I always think, haven't we caught past that? Like, who does that still? But I, People do that. I realize that mm. yeah, we still are on that path of when we want to lose weight. It's about mm. burning it off and eating a lot less. And, and, you know, unfortunately, that strategy can work. You know, if you are consistent with that strategy, you will definitely lose weight. Um, mm. You more than likely, if you ever have any sort of stressful event occur while you're trying to do this, you will fall off and, and eat everything in sight and put all the weight back on in a matter of weeks. But you know, in a utopia world, I guess, if you don't ever have any stress and your brain, you can use all your brain power to, to eat your small little meals through the day and not eat anything over than that. I guess you can maintain that, that, that world. Um, mm. It's pretty exhausting. And, you know, and I guess if you have a goal of a certain date to, to, to lose so much by that point, I mean, it can be effective. It's just not effective for any sort of long-term mm. health or weight loss or, any strategy that you want longer than three, six months or whatever you're doing it for. Mm. But yet we still all do it. Cause you know, how many people do you talk to? They're like, this really want to lose weight first. Like I'll do that yeah. whole thing, but I want to lose the weight and then do it. And then yeah. like, that doesn't work. It just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You can't get to your ideal weight and then, you know, and then start, I mean, all you're doing by doing that restricting more and more is just kind of, as I say, breaking the foundation down even more. You, mm. know, you gotta, you're just breaking down, breaking it down. You might lose weight, but, okay, we're just going to have to build you right back up again and fix that mm. situation. And it'll be worse. And it'll be worse. Like you think about like all the women that come, like as you get older, it just gets harder. Like the hormonal imbalances get worse. You know, yeah. you, it's, it's harder to train. It's harder to, you know, like it's like the more longer you leave it, you're just digging yourself into this worse and worse hole. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know about you, what I have found too lately, um, you know, years ago, the majority of my clients were 40 to 50 years old. Mm. And now I'm starting to see 30 year olds, which is great because they're getting success a lot faster because they mm. haven't been as damaged, right? We can fix them. Usually the most problem, the problem with 30 year olds is they're, they're really still attached to the physicality as part of it. You know, they don't want to mm. gain any weight and they're really, but if they can kind of let that go for a little bit, because that's just the age bracket, right? Everyone is mm. very much about their looks and their weight at that point. You get your forties, you're, you really, because you've been feeling like shit for five years, <laughs> I just want to feel better. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more open to doing whatever. Yeah. I just want to feel better. I just can't do another smart. diet. You just can't. It yeah. gets harder and harder. Hey, like, don't you reckon like your willpower? I feel like as I got older, like in my twenties, I was hardcore. Like I could really, I had incredible willpower. I was, you know, so driven to look thin and lean. You know, I could, yeah, I could. On, stick on one more. level, yeah, but on the other <laughs> level of like drinking and partying, I was had no oh, yeah. willpower. So. It would depend on what, but yeah, that, I, I guess I was good at restricting and punishing yeah. myself, you know. Taking drugs to stay lean. It was very helpful. Yeah. I mean, I always thought. Oh, you so went hungry. Yeah. I didn't eat 24 hours and I danced all night. And Same. So good for weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get up, my pants would be loose. Be like, yeah. 
kind of like that. Yeah. Anyways, that's a whole another uh, dysfunctional <laughs> conversation. But um, no, I mean, I found that I'm super excited that a lot of younger women are starting to find because I'm like, I wish I would have found this approach 10 years ago when I was in my mid 30s. Right. Mm. I mean, I don't know if I would have been ready for it, but it certainly would have saved me that 10 years of destruction that I additional destruction I did. So mm. it, it is exciting to see that because like I said, if you are younger and, and you start having other issues and you start addressing those versus just about my weight, I don't even think I could see issues when I was you know, younger. I mean, I knew they were there like digestive and all these other things, but it was never like in my sight. It was only about the weight. Mm. Always. Same. Didn't matter. Like if, I, if other things came up, I just was like, it didn't even concern me, right? I just didn't even think about it until you know you start. It really starts to affect you as you do get older. But um, mm. yeah, anyway. it's yeah. I, I think yeah. It, you just you because I get emails all the time from women. You know, like even one last night, she's like, I just you know, I'm in my forties. I just can't keep doing these diets anymore. Like and running myself into the ground and I'm so exhausted, um, you know, and it's just, it's, it, I guess, you know, like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm the sort of person who sort of like, I'll see something, you know, when I first sort of stumbled, started reading about Ray Pete's work and then I read Emma's blog. I was like, fuck, I was like, this is it. And I just go all in and I just don't really question it too much. Cause I'm like, well, fuck it. I, if I need to, if I, if I really want to decide whether this is actually going to work, I need to do it a hundred percent and go all in. Cause otherwise you don't actually know. But I think so many women, you know, will um, question the process at the start, which is understandable because you have all of that background noise in your head, your friends, mm-hmm. especially your friends, you know, like we get a lot of women in our program. Well, what do you say to your friends when they're all like, you shouldn't be eating sugar. You know, <laughs> you shouldn't be eating all that, that all those carbs. You shouldn't be eating dairy. It's, it's really hard to, um, tune out that when you're trying to eat more and when everything in your, in your body is telling you, you need to eat less, you need to eat less, you need to eat less. Talk about that lady you were telling me about that's like, you know, she ate the 2000 calories and then she's like, Oh God, I feel so much better. Yeah. I mean, I had a client, she has some sleep issues. And so, mm. you know, and, and you find it is a lot of people that have sleep issues that have anxiety issues. They're very mm. correlated. And a lot of those people aren't hungry because the stress, the constant state of stress is kills their appetite. So they have a real hard time eating more. So they just say eat more. They're like, Oh, I can't eat anymore. Mm. But it's a gradual process. Anyways, we got her up to having 2000 calories and it was just like, she got to that point and she was like, Oh my God, it was the best night I had. I woke up, I felt calm. I didn't feel anxious, you know, and so forth. I'm like, okay. And, and, and I'll, and I'll let you know, it wasn't the, the best even uh, choices of food. Right. I think, mm. I mean, there might've been, there was an ice cream, but there was like a pizza, but it was the, it was a good ratio, enough protein mm. that it was enough calories finally for her system that she let her lat her body allowed her to start sleeping. And mm. then the very next week, all of a sudden she's, <laughs> had a stressful event and went back to these 1400 calorie days and all of a sudden everything went to shit again, you know, and it was just like, what has happened? And I'm like, you're not eating anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. this is like, and then here's, here's the gig about when you start increasing metabolic rate and your body finally gets used to more calories, you have to maintain that. And if mm-hmm. you don't, your body's going to get stressed again because now mm-hmm. you've got it used to eating 2000, 2200 calories if you start eating a lot less, it's stressful for your system. Your body has mm. to become catabolic. It's going to start breaking mm. your tissue down to, to utilize this fuel because you've increased your, your, the rate at which your body's using energy now. 
it'll again adapt like if you continually keep doing that metabolism slows again i mean your body's mm. always shifting but you gotta keep eating more you know and it and I, it is it's such a hard and it's work to do that right because if mm. you kind of go out into your day with no plan and think it's just going to take care of itself it doesn't and so you've got to make sure you're eating throughout the day you know if you like eat that light breakfast and then you go go busy and you're eating that light lunch you know, by dinner, then, then you're eating, you know, trying to catch up at dinner time, which is really hard to do because you've kind of set the precedent earlier on in the day about kind of not eating all day. So it's hard for your body to figure it out by then, you know, and then by then, you know, you don't make, make good choices and then your, your sleep might be shit. Mm -hmm. But it's like the, the, the biggest, and I don't know if you find this too, it's when people can get their calories up consistently and good calories, you know, mm -hmm. good healthy sugars, some dairy, you know, some mineral based foods into their daily caloric intake. That's when the magic starts happening. It's with more food. It's not mm. with less food. It's not mm. with any, it's not by mm. eating rabbits food or anything. It's just eating more food that their body can utilize. And once your body feels safe and it says, finally, they're feeding me, it will start feeling safe, relaxed, more comfortable, out of that anxiety state, allowed to actually, you know, start building muscle versus tearing it apart half the time. I mean, you, you know, that's what your body wants. We've just been so conditioned to do the opposite that it, it becomes a little bit of a struggle sometimes. I think too, and we talked about this before, you know, like we've, we get some women with some like pretty bad issues in our program. Like um, Tanya Lutton's a good example. She had a, goiter and thyroid issues and her doctor's like oh, i want to take the take it out take your thyroid out and she's like give me 12 months she went back and got saw a doctor again just recently he's like oh you're good goiter shrunk thyroid issues are gone because she's like give me 12 months i want to try and do it you know the other lady hashimoto's um she's seen incredible improvements another lady um with rheumatoid arthritis her doctor just said to her it's in remission now um, you know, and the consistent thing with all of these women is they do the basics consistently and they've eaten more food. So all of these women are, I think, Tanya, you know, 2,000, 2,200, 2,400 calories, you know, lots of salt, liver, oysters, the dairy, getting the calcium and getting sun, you know, and carrot salad and all the things that we recommend that you do. It's all those things that you do, the basics consistently and eating, just eating more food and getting more energy into you um, and reducing stress. So it's, it's, I think the, I think the hardest thing is cause like, it's all there. Like you could read Kate's book. You could, you know, like there's still women who come into our program and still don't be consistent. It's being consistent is the most important thing doing the stuff that we say consistently and doing it for long enough and life gets in the way. Your stories get in the way, you know, like you'll tell yourself these dumb stories again and then you find evidence to support those stories and then you go off track drinking yep. alcohol, alcohol. Like we, we actually do in our program now. Um, we've got a lady who's like a psychotherapist. I think she is. And she works with drug and alcohol addiction. She's in, been in our program now. For, she's amazing, Carol. And her and I do fortnightly lives. We alternate with Craig and it's called Breaking Down Your Barriers. So anyone can get on and talk about any, um, and a lot of the time women jump on and it's alcohol addiction, you know, and it's their numbing, um, this, a lot of their issues. And that obviously just makes it 10 times harder for their body to heal. And I think, you know, it's just, if you could just, if it was as simple as here's the nutrition, like if, if we gave you the exact stuff and you followed it exactly, you'd get a result. But it's, it's all the other little things that come up in your life. I think like you say, 
you, you get stressed, you revert back to old habits and you stop eating again. And I think it's, it's, it's all of those things that get in the way. Um, yeah. And I, and I think one of, you know, and I don't know if you get this a lot too. I mean, a lot of times people, when they just get stressed out, they're like, can you just write me a program? Yeah. Give me a diet plan. Exactly what I need to be eating. And, and, and and granted, yeah, it, that is easier, but a, every day your day is going to change. Right. So Mm. for me to just sit there, but more importantly, we need to get you out of that unconscious state of Mm. just, just not thinking, right. Cause nobody wants to think nobody, they just want to go live in their crazy life and just kind of eat, not think about what they're doing or nourishing. And they don't want to think about that part of themselves. Right. They just, and they want to still be in all their stress. And I, and I feel there's some disconnection here, right? I'm mm. like, I go, look, I go, we can't do that. A, we need to get you more present with your food and more present with how you feel with your food, you know? And I even said today, it was like, you know, when you get back in touch with how food should make you feel, like you should mm. eat. And I feel, I feel warm. I feel good. All right. And I, <laughs> you know, especially at night, I'm like, I should start feeling like I'm relaxed, like these are the signals to me that my meal was a good meal, right? Mm. If I'm so disconnected and I'm just eating and just hoping for magic, right? With not even trying to get into myself any longer, then there's a problem. And so Mm. we got to get a, you know, so meal assignment or if a program is giving you meal assignment, you're not learning. It's kind of like, here's your fish. I'm not teaching you how to fish because for you to get Mm. long-term results, this is part of the educational process. I mean, you got to think of this as it is education. It's not just a program. Mm. You are learning. And because then you can figure it out for yourself because that's ideally the goal is mm. you should be able to, when, when life does shift for you again, you can apply everything you know and go, hey, I just went through some fucking crappy stress, you know, and I, mm. you know, I know I need to eat. And I'm like, but my, my, my digestive system is a little bit disrupted right now because of the stress. But if I can get some juice in and calories that I know that are easily assimilated from my system, I'm going to feel better. You know, mm. it, it's not always going to be perfect. It's, it's not. Mm. And your life isn't always going to, it's just going to not, even when you get to the place where you feel so much better and you look so much better, it's still mm. not going to be perfect. You're still going to fall off. You know, that's mm. life. You know, it's all about them picking yourself up again and picking yourself up again. And I know you teach that through your whole program, but it's just being better at getting up the next time. Mm. That's it. Totally. You know, and then being more successful the next time because, you know, that's just part of, of the process. But you've got to learn. You've got to get back to, like, mm. how do I feel? I mean, ask half the people. They don't have any clue. They're like, uh, I, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know how it makes me feel. Okay. Well, then let's start mm. there. Mm. Yeah, just listening to your body and trusting it. Trusting it. Like, there's so many women, I'm, just, I'm hungry, but I'm so scared to eat. I'm so scared to eat kitty. I'm just going to put on weight. You know, for some of you, you it depends on where you start, you know, like if you really chronically have, and you're small and you've under eaten your whole life eating 900 calories, you probably are going to put some weight on. You just have to, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. some, 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 for some, some, some will put on weight. Some may not like it's, it's everyone's different. I think too. Um, but I guess all you can control is what you can control is how consistent you are. And if it's really important to you, track your food religiously, be consistent with it, you know, look at the data, um, you know, it's do everything that you can. Yeah. And I think you have to attach yourself to a different outcome uh, mm. because if you're attached to just weight loss outcome, you're mm. going to have a much harder time with this. 
And mm-hmm. I think we've got to get people off. Like, I think our society has put so much focus on weight loss. I mean, I know mm-hmm. I lived in that world for so very long. I mean, it was just always on top of my, my mind. And uh, it doesn't make you a happier person at all. Even when I was the leanest rip, I still, because it was like, well, how do I keep it this way? I would be so freaked out that I was going to do something to not be that way, right? And mm-hmm. it was just, it's not a fun place to live. And so, you know, we got to shift where we're putting the focus. Mm-hmm. And if you are super attached to your whole set of worth being attached to your weight, then that needs to be addressed because what mm-hmm. is that about? Right. There's so much more than that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so, and, and a lot of people, I mean, I've talked to people that, you know, <laughs> I have, I have a, a client's wife who I've worked with occasionally and she's very attached to her weight. Um, mm-hmm. very much so. And, um, she came in to talk to me because she was starting to get bloated. Right. And she's had a very, she's been very stressed lately, almost to the point where, um, it hasn't been good. And mm-hmm. so, and she's gotten better, but now she's now focused to get all her weight again. Cause she got off the focus to get better. And now she's focused back on the weight and she came in and she's telling me what she's doing. I'm like, I go, I gotta be honest with you. You know what you're doing right now, you're going to go down that stress state again and bad things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. I go uh, that I go, I can't sit here and tell you anything other to do than to not do what you're doing right now, which is she started to eat less and less and less. And I go, tell me how you're feeling. She's like, well, I feel really stressed all day long and I'm not sleeping very well. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I go, that got you in trouble the first time. And mm. she's like, but, but what can I do to get my stomach thinner? I mean, that was all she could focus on. <laughs> and I was like, I go, look, I, go, I cannot, I go, this is, you can do this, but I go, you're just going to, you're going to fall off the edge again. Just mm. letting you know, you're going to fall off the edge. But that's all she wanted. I mean, but that's, that is so not a healthy place to be, you know? And I feel sad if that's where you're at because it's not a happy place to be at all. Um, and once people kind of get rid of that and release that and be more open to the experience of feeling better, not only will they eventually start losing weight again, but God, they're going to like themselves a whole hell of a lot better. You mm. know? And they're going to show up better for everyone else in their life and their family and everything else. Yeah, I think for so many women like this journey, it's like I, we did this live training with a client of ours, Sonia Bridgewater, and she uh, was telling everyone how like she'd suffered from anorexia bulimia like you know, since she was nine until she joined our program she said i hadn't had any dairy she said one night she cried because she was eating um like we have this creamy rice pudding recipe on fucking easy food prep and with honey and she was she cried because she was like like i haven't you know and she said this journey for me has been so much more than just you know because she was a like us like chronic you know, over-exercise or under-eater, really good at restricting. Um, she said this journey of healing, it's been so much more than just the body, like physically, like mentally as well. It's helped her so much. Like she's, she's small like you, like 58, a little bit heavier than you, 58 kilos. She's up to eating. I keep telling her, fuck, I'm like a broken record. I'm like, fucking eat more food, would you? She's like, you're like a broken record. She's up to 2,500 calories and she's dropped two kilos. She's actually lost weight and she's lean, like she's really lean. Um, but you know, like she just loves it now. She's training with purpose and, you know, she's not punishing herself anymore and she's enjoying food again and loving food and she feels free, you know, but she said for her coming from that background, she's had to do a lot of work. Like it's been a real process. Um, but I think that's what it's like for so many women because she used to drink every night too, you know, cause she was, her, her life is difficult. She has three boys with special needs, 
Um, she works full time, you know, but she's like, this has really given me more purpose and I feel better and I don't drink every night. Like she, she was numbing, you know, and also she, the sugar because she was just eating fuck all. Um, but I think, yeah, it's just so many, I hear so many stories like that from women in our program. It's like you're sort of having to face these like sometimes deeper issues and demons. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. If your focus is always on food and what am I going to eat next, you have no space for other thoughts. You can't go deeper because it's, that's all that's there. And then when you start getting rid of that, people are like having to address now, oh my God, I have to look at my relationship because of, you know, it's layers. And it is interesting to see the process because that is exactly what happens. Now they have the space and time and availability to look at other things. And now they might have to make some hard choices, mm-hmm. you know, and, but it's choices they need to, you know, because they've been living a life of being unconscious again, right? I mean, mm. what do they say? We live like 95% of our life in an unconscious state. Mm. I go, some maybe more because everything you do is just automatic, you know? And so when, and that's like how we do our food and everything else. And, and that's why people want diets because they're like, I don't want to think about it. And I'm like, we got to get you thinking about it again, mm. right? And, and so, and then, mm. yeah. So now you got to really start looking at things. Now you got to really start making the choices that are going to make your life better. Mm. And my food might be the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's going to help. That's going to support you. That's going to give you the foundation for maybe some other stuff that you might need to look at and change, but make better. It's going to, mm-hmm. it's just making it better, mm-hmm. but no one says it's going to be easy. <laughs> no, but it's totally worth it. Like the reward is, uh, is really great. And on a, this is, I don't know what made me think of this, but I think it's probably because of the million comments I get in my ads every day about bloody sugar. Um, when are you writing your next book about sugar? Would you write it? Would you hurry up and write it for me? Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I literally go between having just a book on sugar and then basically mm. all the myths, you know, it causes cancer mm. and diabetes mm. and all of that um, and make it a short one. And then the other part, because I, I, I have a lot of interest in the spiritual world and mm. the mind and the brain and neuroplasticity and how important your thoughts are. Right. Cause mm-hmm. I think that is a huge part of all this. A lot of times people, mm-hmm. you know, people think like shit. I mean, they're, 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 they they're, their head is in the gutter a lot. And I, and I only know because I was like that. I was a total mm-hmm. head case. And I mean, if I looked and analyzed what I thought all day long, I'm like, wow. I mean, that's <laughs> right. Because it all, it's all very energetic. So I, and I, and I go between like something like that, um, to, uh, to go into that part of it. Cause I think that's a huge part of the healing process too. Um, mm. your thinking and what you're saying to yourself and how mm. because that is a huge part for a lot of people if their mind is in the sh- sucks all day long and says really crappy things to them they're gonna have a hard time getting better mm. Uh, mm. That, you're carrying that energetic level all day long so it's interesting they, they kind of they can work together mm. um, but I'm just kind of mulling over that right now I'm actually trying to get I'm, you know, I'm talking to a few people about getting the, the book translated into French. Mm. It's quite popular over there. Um, mm. So maybe that I might be looking at that. So if you have any French translating individual, I've talked <laughs> to a few people, which, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a process, but you, I, you know, there's a huge part of me that would like to have it more available to people that obviously don't speak English. Well, I've, uh, there's some guys in our um, business coaching group in Lynn's group that I'm quite you know, friends with. They're really nice. We call them the Frenchies because they're from, from France. And I actually um, sent your book to him to read and he read it and he started drinking more juice and, you know, yeah. like 
doing some more. It's a very French, yeah, it, it hmm. works well with the French world. Well, it's the French food, isn't it? The cheese and, totally. the, and, the, and the eggs and all the, the nice bread and saturated fats, organ meats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And truly French people have very low cardiovascular uh, disease. I mean, they have, uh, and it's probably because the American lifestyle has gotten, mm. I think, into mm. so many, the thick, the quick and the fast has gotten into, into so many different cultures. It's ruined everybody. Mm. Um, but if they truly live that way, you know, they're quite healthy. Well, I mean, that's how we named our company, our skincare company, M and I. We named it Saturay because it's that's yeah. saturated in, in French because we like the food. It's so... You know, this is, it's French, French food. Um, yeah, what's going we, on with that? Oh, well, bloody. So, because what we're trying to develop is really unique and there's nothing else out there like it, hence why we're trying to develop it. So, and you know what I, I said to Emma, I'm like, look, this is a little bump in the road. This is going to be normal. No project or anything that's you know worthwhile ever has comes off without any, you know, fuck ups basically. Yeah. So we founded a, a um, a formulator and uh, really like knowledgeable, like being in the industry for years, but quite old school. Um, and, you know, we sent him all our stuff that we want to do. And obviously we're trying to ask him to do things, you know, and we don't, this like, we don't want, we don't want any, we don't want to have any shit in our product. Basically it was all these things that we wanted to put in it. Anyway, we went back and forth and the first sample we got basically had everything in it that we didn't want in it. And, <laughs> barely anything of what we did. So we were back to the drawing board and then, you know, we were just getting so frustrated. We all got on, I was like, that's it. I said, we got on a call. And there was this other lady that works for him. She's actually really good. She's a bit younger and she's, we we sort of got to the end of the call and we were like, look, if you can't do it, let's just pull the pin now and walk our separate ways because there is no way that we're going to put out a product that has all this crap in it because it's pointless. Like we may as well not even do it. And this woman, she, um, I don't know. She just seemed to get it more. And I said, look, let's just do this. Cause Emma was just so frustrated um, <laughs> with this guy. And I said, how about you and Emma talk on Monday? You sit down, like get an understanding of what we want. Let's not scrap it yet and just see if we can go from there. And she was great. Like she really wanted to know our story and our background and why we wanted to do this and what we were trying to achieve. And anyway, they've actually made some really good progress and we've made some progress on the ingredients we want, you know, cause we want to put cholesterol in there and, you know, she's, I've seen the emails going back and forth. So I think we'll be close again to getting the first sample for the skincare. So we're just going to focus on for the face cream, one product, nail that, and then we'll move on to the other ones. So yeah, cause we just, we weren't going to compromise on it. Well, we just weren't willing. And Emma, Emma's been yeah. emailing Ray about different additives and preservatives, you know, cause we wanted to use really old fashioned stuff. Like we weren't no preservatives, but we don't want to use all the shit that people are using now. Um, uh, and he's been emailing her back and we've been speaking to Georgie and yeah, so we're actually making some good progress now. And this lady really gets it and she's a bit more innovative and she's like, wow, she's like, this product's going to be amazing. There's nothing out there like this. Like I can really see why you guys are so excited about it. Um, so that's really, really cool. And it's funny, I did a live in our Facebook page about, you know, like, are you compromising? And I think, you know, like a lot of women, they compromise on their lives and what they want. And they, you know, I was talking about how I used to do it with my husband, you know, I just compromised and on what I really wanted to be with someone that I could give me a house and money. And, you know, like that's probably another story for another time, but you know, how many of you compromise and don't compromise, you know, like what's the life that you want for yourself? Well, 
Yeah, I think there's a time and place for compromise, but I think oh, you know what I mean. Like, I don't mean no compromise, but I mean like compromising on yourself, on your standards and your values, and what you actually Absolutely. believe in. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Of course, sometimes you got to compromise. Like with yeah. Craig, I have to compromise sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question. Like, mm. what did Kitty eat today? All right. So I eat the same fucking thing every day, Kate. <laughs> I'm pretty like a, like a robot most mornings. I just love pate, hey? Like I just love my homemade pate. It is seriously the bomb. And like I've got it down to a fine art now and where it's really nice and smooth and I have just a piece of toasted sourdough. I spread it on. I have marmalade on top, heaps of salt. And then I have my coffee with milk and gelatin, new gel and sugar. You put, and I, you put salt on your pate? Yeah, yeah. So good. So salt, the saltiness there. with the, oh, there's salt already in it, but I add more yeah. salt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have that pretty much every morning without fail. Cause I just, you know, when you just love something so much. Yeah. Yeah. I eat other I different mean, shit throughout the day. <laughs> no, I think, and then once you get like something that works for you, you know, I am, pre- I have a little bit of a blend for my breakfast, you know, mm. but it's mm. pretty automatic. It's like mm. two fried eggs cooked in coconut oil, mm. sourdough, mm. butter. I, oh. I usually put some marmalade. Sometimes I put honey on it. I did that the other day. It was really good with the egg on it. And then Yum. I had some cooked fruit, Parmesan cheese all over the place. So, oh God. Don't you just love palms and cheese? Don't you reckon like eggs with palms and cheese? Like Craig has four eggs every day with shitloads of palms and cheese and juice. Yeah. Gelatin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bomb. I fry it up, bl- <laughs> throw it on. And I put it on, like I had a burger last night and I was like, oh. I, need more, I need more. And I just put all the Parmesan on the, the, the burger. And sometimes I'll layer it, right? And I put a little <laughs> bit of mo- uh, mozzarella and oh. Parmesan, sometimes some cheddar, you know. Oh, like, like, look, El Quattro pizza, you know, like with the four cheeses. Like getting all the cheese in there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, mm. I'll make. I have a good sourdough um, grilled cheese, mm. and I'll put mm. like three different cheeses in there. You know, oh, stop I it. Butter it. I fry it. <laughs> butter. With Fuck, that sounds amazing. I think I need to. Go. You're making me want a burger now. I think I'm gonna might have to make a burger tonight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and having a grilled cheese and having a, like I put a thin slice of burger in there sometimes mm. with it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because today I've like I've been so busy; it's like been random, like some cottage cheese and some fruit, and I had a piece of cheese and some fruit. I had a Coke, um, piece, and I had a Coke and some cheese. (laughs) This is actually an interesting combo. It was just such a that kind of that quick day. I've eaten like that all day long, but um, I'm like, I think I'm gonna do. I could do another burger. Anyway. Yeah, I really like Swiss cheese too. Like I'll make the get the sourdough, make the nice burger patties, Swiss cheese, some beetroot, like a bit of red onion, tomato sauce, mustard. Then I do my air fry chips. We have Coke with it as well. We'll always have Coke. God, I love Coke. It's just so refreshing, like with heaps of ice in it. Well, how good is it? <laughs> well, and it's good with the air fries. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if you, if even if you buy an air fryer just for air fries, so that's all we use ours for. And because <laughs> a, I just, yeah. Well, I actually have cooked because I have a thing, and I cooked a steak <laughs> in there. I cooked shrimp in there. I cooked a piece <laughs> of fish, and actually, it does it quite quite nice. Actually, it's real flaky. Yeah, so you should <laughs> give that a go. Well, Crane cooks but, his steak in there. I should say that. Sorry, he cooks his steak every day in there. He cuts it up and, um, yeah, yeah. It's just so easy. I mean, it's just so. I mean, I'm like, oh. this is the greatest thing. I just put it and throw it in there, and I go do something. Then it, you know, shake it, and I come back. And I'm mm. like, it's like, mm. yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, it's nothing like some good French fries. 
Oh, fucking Craig at the moment's eating a kilo of potatoes a day now. So every morning I fucking get up and that's two pounds for everyone in the United States. Two point yeah. two pounds. Yeah. That's a lot of potatoes. That's a lot of potatoes. And I eat three hundred grams at night. So I get up in the morning and while I'm toasting my sourdough, I sit there and fucking peel all the potatoes and chop them all up and put them into container ready for he has half for lunch and then he'll have the other half for dinner at night. So um yeah, we, we ordered like we go through like ten, twelve kilos of potatoes a week at the moment. Like and our juice, our fridge is just packed nudie juice, milk, <laughs> just so much juice and milk and potatoes. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Don't you like? I don't know if you have this experience, but when I open my refrigerator and I right after I go to the grocery store and I see all my food, I just get I'm like I'm so happy. It's oh, like yeah. I look at it and I'm like, and I don't know if you ever experienced like there would be times I would go to the grocery store years ago and I'd come home, put all the food away, I'd open the refrigerator and I'm like, there's nothing to eat, you know? Yeah. I mean, because nothing looked good. Yeah. Right? I'd be like. I would open, I'm like, ah, nothing in here looks good. And I was like, I just spent $100. And, I, and now I'm like, I get open, I get excited, and I'm like, so many options. Everything oh, I know. Different. I know. And you see the fitness, like sometimes when I'm scrolling through Instagram, you see the other fitness model fridges, and it's like all the fucking green vegetables, and there's no milk, and there's no cheese, and it's just like, I'm like, oh, there's no joy. There's no joy in that fridge. <laughs> no there is not a lot of joy in it. Um, yeah. It, it, do you know what I'm going to do this weekend? What is that? Because I've just fucking realized I was like, no, like, because we, we eat quite a lot of fudge. Like, I really like fudge. So I'm like, I really shouldn't be using canned, the canned all the time, like using the cans. If I'm using it on a regular basis, I should not be using it. So I'm like, I'm going to make, start making my own condensed milk now. So I'm going to give it a crack on the weekend. I've got a wow. recipe. Yeah, yeah. So it's, but the thing is, is that fucking Craig eats so much. It's like, bloody Craig's so annoying. He just eats all this annoying food that I have to like peel and, you know, I'm like, I'm going to have to, like, to make the amount of co- the condensed milk that he needs, I'm, I'm going to have to use so much milk. Like, but it looks relatively easy. Just have gelatin, the milk, the sugar, a bit of vanilla. Well, how do you make condensed milk? We just pretty much g- gelatin, uh, milk, sugar, and the vanilla essence, and you just let it simmer down for like two hours. As the word condensed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I think it's relatively easy. It's just obviously I have to make sure I'm home and, you know, keep an eye on it so it doesn't you sort gotta, of go yeah, over. Get, you got to get – as long as you have a few things going on sometimes, mm. you know, not – Mushrooms. I, I do that when I'm cooking. Yeah, you can have mm. your mushrooms. Mm. You can cook mm. some potatoes. I get some mm. fruit going at the same time. Mm. Go and grate some carrots. I mean, get it all done It's because everything's kind of cooking. Just like why the fuck can't they make glass jars? Why can't they make condensed milk in glass jars for me and fruit in glass jars? It's just okay. annoying. I think the Expensive. sun, when it, maybe, yeah, mm. I don't know. If the light yeah. hits the condensed milk, maybe that's something to do with it. Yeah, it's but anyway, so I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to. Anyway, but I'll just get on with it. Just do it. Just got to do what you got to yeah. do, you know. It's not that bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes when we talk next. But uh, what's the time? Jeez, I've got to go. I've got a meeting at, um, at 10. But uh, thanks again, uh, Kate. Yeah, that was a good and, little chat. Uh, that was great. And I'll, I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let, yeah. I think like, let people know if you want us to talk about the food, let us know what you want us to talk about because yeah. we're happy to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a post. I'll get some, get some questions for next time. Okay, cool. Right All right. On. I'll see, I'll see you All then. Right. Bye. Bye.